from the motorcycle madhouse morning mayhem yeah second day in a row i'm doing my monologue out in the garage working on some projects that's what happens when you get one of these foreclosed homes you buy that you got to fix up lots of work man lots of work don't let anybody tell you any different it is a lot of work so let's just get right to it shall we then we'll get into the biker news and then uh, my final thoughts on what's going on out there because a couple people were confused with uh, the segment I did yesterday about not wearing fake colors. I don't know how many times, how many YouTube channels, how many uh, people that put out content have to tell you don't wear freaking fake colors. Buy, are you buying them? Come on. Oh, I went in a rant yesterday anyway. I'm not going to go and rant today. Anyway, uh, monologue for today. And it was an interesting question from a subscriber. Most of my monologues are based on questions that I receive via email. If you want to ask me a question, info at insanethrottlebikernews.com. Or you can uh, post them up during the live feed when we do bring it to the table on Sundays at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. That's when I'm live and stuff, so you'd ask them there. Uh, but a lot of people, they like asking in the email. That way they don't feel pressure or whatever the hell it is, you know, look stupid. But me, there's never a stupid question. I think that if they're asking the question, it's better to give them the right advice you know, based on your opinion that you know to be true, then to let them go find out something, you know, from another place that ain't, uh, you know, got it together, if you will. So I was asked about prospecting, more specifically prospecting when I was a Black Piston. And you know what? I'm happy to answer that because what a lot of people don't, get and they get it the wrong information about club prospecting from facebook boards facebook groups you know people that's never been around when i came into the pistons they were just starting i think uh the club in ohio just flipped it was already going in germany and i believe england before that but it was right at the start of it uh, when everything was going on and the club was getting organized and stuff. So my experience then is probably a lot different now. They've probably got a whole different set of bylaws, rules, the whole nine yards, because it was within the first five years of them starting when I got involved. I was actually, you know, friends with somebody that uh, sponsored me. Uh, he actually brought me uh, towards the Black Pistons. It was a member of the One Percenter Club. Uh, I actually, I met him in a bar, you know. I lived right down the street from him. I've heard good things about the Pistons. And when I was in the club uh, before that, this, you know, before it disbanded or went another way, I can tell you that. Uh, it went from club to street gang. But, you know, I got to know a lot of the guys in the area one percenter clubs uh, from what was going on in the 90s and stuff. I was around. So it was more easy for me because I knew people. But I went into a bar 
sat down, talked with them, got to know them, and no, I didn't ask right away if, hey, can I be a prospect? Can I be a hanger on? No. I wanted to learn who they were because even though I knew people, that didn't mean that would relate to these guys that I was looking, you know, maybe to get with. So I hung around, got to know them, took my time, and then finally, after seeing some of the events, being around riding and checking out the crew, they were, a, they were an awesome crew, man. I got to tell you, they were an awesome crew. Uh, still talk to a lot of them till this day. You know, even though a lot of us are older and not into it anymore, we still uh, talk to each other, which is the way it's supposed to be. Anyway, uh, I decided, the, you know, to be hang around and stuff, hung around a little bit. Uh, then I was offered the prospect, which is called probating, uh, where we were. Uh, there's two different, you know, they're the same damn thing, just called different things, uh, depending on what area you're from, what club you're with. Uh, but I probated. Uh, I can't remember uh, how long. I know it was a good probate period. Uh, anyway, and again, this correlates with prospect, and it's just a different word. We used to write a lot, a lot. And that's what I really loved about the club was it wasn't one of these that you go just go bar to bar, flex, and then you're done. No, man, we used to take trips all the time. I remember one trip uh, to Oregon, Illinois. I still go there all the time. Every single time that we took a ride out there, it just stormed. I'm talking storm, man, sheets of rain coming down. So that was always a memorable experience heading back, uh, you know, to the area is soaking wet rain none of us wore uh rain suits none of us wore freaking leathers it was just do our thing man uh so that was some of the good memories uh we did a lot of riding down south uh but that was the that's what hooked me was all the riding yeah you had a lot of camaraderie but the major thing was i didn't want to be in one of those clubs that just sat around i wanted to actually ride a bike uh I actually, I think it was a 2002 uh, Sporty I had when I joined that. Because me, in Chicago, I love Sporties because you can go in and out of traffic real quick. Quicker than you can with, say, a bigger bike like a Bagger or a Fat Boy like I got now. I love the Sportsters. I think I put on 12-inch uh, Mini Apes on that sucker and it was ready to go. And it, it just flew. So... You know, going to events as a probate, it's not like you think it is. You're not going to have people beating down on you. You're not going to have them, yeah, they're going to screw with you. Hey, what's my name? Hey, what's my name? Because, you, know, you know, with the bigger clubs, you know, when you go to the nationals or a regional type of deal, there's so many damn people in there. That's the game that's played. What's my name? Oh, then, then you get some, you know, jive. Nobody gets it right. Me, I suck at names. Uh, so yeah, you might get a little bit of that. I tell you what, I did learn how to make a freaking bomb and freaking white Russian, man. Uh, you do 10 bar, uh, uh, again, depending on what kind of club you're in. I can't say that for everybody. I never was forced. And this was actually a rule. There is nothing illegal 
to go on. Nothing. I don't know how other clubs work it. Again, this is from my personal experience. You were not allowed to do anything illegal. You were not allowed to sling. You were not allowed to go out there making deals behind the club's back, wearing their stuff. No, that just did not go. You know, contrary to what law enforcement wants to tell you, especially about the Pistons, none of that stuff happened. You know, sometimes I'll read an article on them or the way they're being portrayed in the media. I'm sitting here like, I don't know about you, what you're talking about, but that never happened. And I know a lot of, that was all nationwide, man. Nobody was allowed to get into that type of stuff. And again, I come back and say, you know what? That's just a few people who go rogue. I mean it because I seen it. It wasn't a, a big conspiracy with the chapter to go out there and make money and da, da, da. no. I can tell you with a lot of people that I see in the club, they had trouble paying dues, including myself, before I got established. Before I got established, I had trouble paying dues too. But I wasn't out there, you know, slinging this and slinging that like they would uh, portray it to be. It was actually really fun. Well, with the Pistons, you get to be around the dominant and stuff. And like I said, you know, those are the best guys in the world to me. Now, to you, it's going to be another club. Okay, but my area, the way I came up with, that's what I enjoyed. They're good guys, hardworking guys. Uh, and I don't think, you know, what? regardless of what these other people try to do to scare you, as long as you go upright and act right and, you know, be real... They're the most personable guys out there. So I always scratch my head when you have people that say, well, I'm nervous, I'm nervous. Don't be. Just be yourself. Be yourself, man. You know, at first you might have some of the guys say, well, who the hell are you? And not want to shake your hand. Don't be turned off by it. That's just the way it is. So, you, you know, I got to hang around everybody. You know, in my situation, and it's funny, it's, they always call it the puppet club. It ain't a puppet club, I tell you that. Uh, I had the kids. I had the wife. I had a lot of going ons in my personal life. A lot of, uh, you know, I was launching all, you know, my career back then in business. So I did not have the time to put in to the dominant club. I just didn't. And then, you know, a couple of years later is when uh, the seizures started happening. Everything went to freaking hell. And with seizures, you don't want to screw around with it. And back then, they were uncontrolled. They're not like they are today where they're controlled by... It took, I, I'd have to say, uh, from when I left to... Just about last year, a little over, it has to be 14, 50 year, 15 years to finally get the seizures under control. They finally found a med that stopped it cold. Knock on wood. <laughs> Knock on wood. I ain't going to jinx myself on that one. But I, got, I stayed in touch with the guys that I was in with the chapter. And like I said... Uh, You'll probably feel the same way if you're in a different club on opposite sides and all that type of stuff. But I just found it a fulfilling experience. 
I really did. You know, you have your friggin' little prospect or your probate kit, prospect kit, whatever. Uh, always have your freaking tampons, always have your freaking uh, rubbers, you know, aspirin, every, anything that they need to get have on you. Uh, but I really enjoyed my probate time. But I'm an outgoing guy. You know, I love going up there, shaking hands, meeting people from all over the country. I loved it. There was nothing for, you know, I wasn't timid. You know, because I loved being there. If you're timid and you're probating or prospecting, you need to come out of your shell because that period of time is going to be the best time that you'll ever have. Because when you get the patch, that's when the real uh, stuff starts. So when you're a probate prospect, hey, you're just learning the game. You're learning who you, everybody is. Yeah, you're doing a little grunt work and stuff, but it ain't nothing big. You know, I hear people that say, hey, well, you know, they make you slaves. Okay, uh, I, where? I, no. <laughs> you know, maybe in some other clubs, but the, the one I was in and around, it wasn't like that. No, you do some grunt work and it was done and over with, man. They weren't freaking slaving you around at three or four in the freaking morning or go 250 miles and grab me a can of beer. It wasn't like that. I think with who I was with, they always had this philosophy, that guy might be your brother one day, so you don't want to get him pissed at you when he does fully patch. So if you're just going into it, your prospect period, and I think uh, that's why they asked me this question, because they were going to a club uh, that I was around, I, I was in, okay? They're going that route, so they were just asking me some questions. Like I told him, things have probably changed a ton because it was in its infancy back then when I was around. Uh, but don't be afraid. Get out there, shake hands. Everybody you see, shake hands. Introduce yourself. Yeah, that's a requirement, but it be excited about it. Because you get to meet people from all over the country if you're in a bigger club that are potentially going to be brothers of yours. So when, say you live in Illinois and you're taking a trip down to Florida, each state has a damn freaking chapter that you can stop into and get to know. That is the life, man. That... It, that was some of the best times I've ever had uh, when I was in the Pistons because uh, it was just awesome. It was none of this stuff that you see on TV. It was none of this stuff that the newspapers try to click as a puppet club or whatever they try to call that shit because uh, I know uh, Pistons can take on a lot more than you think. Uh, anyway, but that's not what I'm going to get into. It was the best time of my life because I met so many people and it was because of that probate period that allowed me to meet all them people. I met people way back then that I still talk to now because I took the initiative, not because it was required, but I took the initiative to go out and shake them hands. You really do build bonds that last a lifetime when you do that. And don't just do the basics just to, you know, get on by, man. 
take every moment, take every experience of the probate period to learn and grow yourself. Don't be that one that just does as little as he can as possible because it's not going to mean anything to you. After probate period, it was the best feeling to get the patch. It was. But that's when the work started, man. Uh, that's really when the putting the time in started, uh, the long hours, all that kind of stuff. And it did happen as a probate, but just not as much because probates hang around. You weren't allowed to certain things, uh, meetings, all that kind of stuff. So to the one that asked me, I cannot think of a better club to join than the one you're thinking about going to hang around and stuff. Just take your time, get to know the people, ride with them. You know, take six months, take seven months, get to know them. If you want to actually build that bond, build it that way. Don't jump right in. Don't jump in to be a hang around right away. You know, just get to know them. Go to some parties. Go to some runs. Especially go down to the Daytona Beach one, man. The Daytona Beach one in, uh, what is that, March every year? That's a badass one. Uh, then the Georgia one, that one too, Atlanta. That one's badass as well. Uh, I think you'll enjoy it. You know, keep your goals in your mind, man. Okay, I want to get to know people. I want to hang around people. I want to wear that patch someday. And do your best to make sure you take advantage of all the probate time you can. You know, it's really going to help you in the end. It really will. So hopefully I answered that question about what it was like. Uh, again, don't believe these damn Leos. Don't believe these posts you see on the internet. And especially, especially, don't go by what the media says in the newspaper. Again, that's maybe one or two. It's actually, you can't do it. Well, at least back then it wasn't. You couldn't do that kind of crap. Or they kick you right to the curve. Because again, at least in this situation, everybody has a job, man. It ain't like they're looking to do 30 years in prison for some stupid crap. Them days are gone, man, in the 90s. They're gone. It ain't like that anymore. So if you get out there and do something under the club's banner or you're a member of a club, you really ain't a brother in my eyes because you're going to bring all the heat on your club and they ain't even doing nothing. It's you. So hopefully you guys got uh, some knowledge out of that, especially the one that... Uh, Ask me the question. I, you know, if you got a question, you can send them to me. Info at insanethrottlebikernews.com. When I do my monologues, I won't be giving your names out. Everybody knows that. My sources are confidential and they never get out. But I also, I'm going to be giving you guys my new members in the Throttle Club coming up in my final thoughts. That's where I'm going to do the shout outs for the Throttle Club members. You guys are killer, man. I love you guys to death, and I have to say thanks to Corey Graff, man, that uh, mug that you got that uh, we showed on Hollywood and Chinadown show with our logo and the pot leaf, man, you guys, you kick ass. Tell your sister it was badass. I love it. I wish she had a website or something or a Facebook so I'd promote the hell out of her. That would be awesome, 
But let's get to some biker news, and then we'll come back for my final thoughts. Like that. Highest and trusted biker news now at HarleyLiberty.com. Founded in 2012, Insane Throttle Biker News has been the place that all bikers come for what's happening in the scene. Go over now and bookmark HarleyLiberty.com. Rock Hi, this is China Doll from Hollywood and China Doll Evening Show. Join us Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube for some fun times and very interesting entertainment. See you there, boys. Okay, let's get into some biker news, shall we? Actually, some good news for the uh, Detroit Highwaymen. Out of the Detroit news, this just happened about 45 minutes ago before we aired. Robert Snell, a federal judge, ordered the release of the, quote, godfather of the Highwaymen Motorcycle Club. A violent gang. It's funny. They call them a motorcycle club, and then the next word, a violent gang. It happens, man. You got to love them newspapers, baby. Uh, a violent gang whose members were blamed for wreaking havoc in southwest Detroit by dealing drugs, stealing motorcycles, and committing gun crimes. U.S. District Judge Nancy Edmonds ordered Leonard, quote, Dad, Moore, 72, of Lincoln Park be released on home confinement from a federal prison in Pennsylvania despite only serving about half of a 20-year sentence. Moore requested release on compassionate grounds, citing his age and a list of health problems that made him susceptible to COVID-19. Moore was the highest-ranking leader of what prosecutors called Detroit's largest and most violent motorcycle club. Well, you got to give them credit. At least they said motorcycle club this time. But I'm sure gang will come up somewhere in this again. And several chapters across uh, southeast Michigan until a government crackdown 14 years ago led to dozens of convictions under federal racketeering laws. I remember that one. Uh, he was uh, sentenced initially to life in prison, later reduced to 20 years. Moore sought compassionate release in July, citing chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, high blood pressure, and diabetes. Quote, Although the sentence imposed on Moore was just, the court holds that the threat posed by COVID-19, in light of defendant's age and his underlying health conditions, constitutes an extraordinary and compelling reason to modify his sentence, Edmonds wrote. Defendant is clearly among those people most at risk. Wow, a judge actually decide, uh, you know, goes with a club member. Holy cow. The pigs are flying right now, and hell's freezing over. I can't believe it. Uh, Moore's release coincides with a broad effort to stem the spread of COVID-19 within the federal prison system. More than 17,620 inmates have tested positive nationwide, and prison officials have placed 7,709 inmates in home confinement. That's something you don't hear about in the news, do you? All the inmates that are testing positive for COVID. How is the uh, medical attention in the prisons doing? They're not covering that. 
Moore is not allowed to leave his home except for medical and legal appointments and will be subjugated to electronic location monitoring. Quote, where he are obviously quite pleased with the court's ruling given Mr. Moore's significant health issues and the COVID-19 pandemic, Moore's lawyer Robert Higby wrote in an email to the Detroit News. We hope he will be released home to his family uh, as fast as possible. Uh, they go on to say, uh, Moore is still a dangerous man with a long criminal record. He was sentenced to prison in 1977 after being convicted of placing a bomb at a motorcycle club that detonated and an innocent bystander was killed after being struck by the debris. Uh, Assistant U.S. Attorney Robert Moran wrote while urging Edmonds to keep Moore in prison. That was 1977. This is 2020. His release from uh, prison would be an imminent threat to, to the calm and peace of those same neighborhoods. Moore is a uniquely dangerous individual. I bet he don't even ride anymore. Moore controlled the motorcycle club's criminal conduct, including assault, arson, obstruction of justice, witness, intimidation, uh, conspiracy to commit murder, and drug trafficking, the prosecutor wrote. Moore would not have to be on the street to be a danger uh, to the community. Moran wrote, simply being in the community is enough. You know, these prosecutors, man, they have no compassion whatsoever. And again, I want to know why the media isn't covering the numbers in the prison system. Sad state of affairs. Now, up north, you guys acting a fool again up there. 18-year manslaughter sentence handed down in Alan Garrich homicide. And I will not be doing your French names up there. They always get me in trouble, man. Mispronouncing it. Da-da-da. Bree McAdam. He is, or she is, the author. Uh, after masked men uh, with weapons broke into his humbled home, Alan Douglas was beaten, attacked with a cattle prod, handcuffed, and kidnapped. He was taken to a rural location, led to a cluster of trees. Uh... He was killed and just left out in the bush, Crown Prosecutor Corey Bliss said at the sentencing hearing for one of five people charged in the kidnapping and death uh, on uh, February 25th. Naughty, naughty, naughty. It's extremely hard to come to terms with your loved one just being left like that. Uh, Britton Andrew, again, I ain't uh, saying the last name, man. 22 was sentenced to 18 years in prison. On October 29th in uh, Saskatchewan. See, I ain't doing it. Ain't doing it. No more. I ain't uh, pronouncing your French names up there. Provincial court. I'll just call it the S. <laughs> After Judge Marilyn uh, Penner accepted a joint submission from the Crown and the defense, uh, he was initially charged with first-degree murder but pleaded guilty to manslaughter, kidnapping with a firearm, breaking and entering to commit an assault with a weapon and unlawful confinement of another person. And according to witness statements, the attack was motivated by drugs, money, and a Hell's Angels vest. So that's why it's in the news. It's because it's a Hell's Angel vest. Hmm. Uh, court heard uh, a VP, is what I'm going to call him, beat Gurich with a cattle prod and helped steal some of his belongings and was in the vehicle when Gurich was killed. He gave police a full statement after his arrest saying another accused offered to pay him to get it. You know what? Name, 
birth date, social security number, and I want a lawyer. How many times do I got to tell you, don't talk to the police when you get arrested? Damn it. <sighs> That's up north in Canada, man. Never stay quiet. Never. Anyway, uh, Bismarck uh, Tribune. There's a third uh, man set for uh, trial on gang attempted murder charges. Uh, another of uh, four men tied to an outlaw motorcycle clubs and charged with murder conspiracy in connection with the July uh, 3 stabbing in Mandan is scheduled for trial in February. Nicholas uh, Griff, 28, of Mandan, appeared in court by telephone without a lawyer on Monday and waived his right to preliminary hearing. South Central District Judge Bobby Wheeler entered not guilty pleas for him. Uh, Kisela, uh, Graf, and three others, Edward, uh, Ed, uh, Gerard, and uh, Nash, are accused of being members of a criminal street gang. They go from motorcycle gang, now they go to a criminal street gang. There's two big differences. I've said that time and time again. Court documents show the charges stem from an incident, and we covered this, at a dance at the Silver Dollar Bar in Mandan. Authorities say the men are members or aspiring members of the Sons of Silence Motorcycle Club and plotted to attack a member of the rival Hells Angels. A man not associated with another motorcycle or with either uh, motorcycle club was stabbed several times and suffered a collapsed lung. Shouldn't have been there then. The U.S. Department of Justice labels the Son of Silence. Yeah, the DOJ, we really trust you. Hey, how's all that Russia, Russia, Russia stuff going? <laughs> yeah, you're waiting until after the election. If Trump wins, you're all out. Uh, and Hell's Angels and Outlaw Motorcycle Gangs. Oh, there, you got it right. Uh, that's what you usually call them. Not a street gang. But now you go back to see, your reporting sucks. You know, pick one or the other, please. You're confusing the citizens. Another motorcycle club in uh, recent years joined the Hells Angels, which Sons of Silence member may have seen as a challenge. Uh, okay. Do you got proof of that? I don't think so. This is the media. What am I talking about? The same time as Glasser and Wolin are scheduled for trial, Nicholas is scheduled for a preliminary hearing on November 16. All four have posted bail. Rock and roll, man. Rock and roll. At least you got out of there posted some bail. Uh, shots fired at a Lorraine Motorcycle Club. One arrested. The Chronicle Telegram. Now from Lorraine. One man was arrested after gunshots were fired at the Dirt and Grime Motorcycle Club on West A Street early Sunday. James Tolanto Jr. of Lorraine is charged with improperly discharging a firearm at or into a habitation. After he and another man allegedly pulled guns from their waistbands and opened fire on two active members of the club who were standing outside. That wasn't nice. The other suspect reportedly checked himself into a hospital after the incident and had not been arrested or charged as of Monday afternoon, said Lorraine Police Captain Roger Watkins. This man who is not being named because he has not been charged, was seen at the Dirt and Grime Club earlier in the night. 
According to the police report, the suspects and uh, Toledo Jr. returned to West A Street about 1.30 a.m. before daylight savings time change, which I hate. You know what? They talk about this every year in Illinois. They're going to change. They're not going to go. Oh, yeah. Whatever. We got it. I think it was November 1st we went to it. I hate it, man. It gets dark at like 4.30, 4.45 or some shit like that. Uh, off. Let's see here. Where we go here? I'm getting off subject. Uh, oh, they began shooting in the direction of the Dirt and Grime members. The bullets struck the building and the bikers entered the club unharmed. Officers later learned that Lorraine police patrolman had conducted a traffic stop on Toledo Jr. And, other sus and another suspect about an hour before the initial call. During that stop, the port patrolman noticed that both men were wearing leather vests from a different motorcycle club. Ooh, the plot thickens. Yes, it does. Now, let's go overseas. All oh, those bikies, man, they acting a fool over there. And we have been uh, covering this. Ninth person charged over shooting member of Bandito's OMCG senior member. Uh, this is all over the news over there. Uh, it seems like every day or every couple weeks somebody gets arrested for this. Homicide detectives have charged a ninth person following investigations into the shooting murder of a senior member of an outlaw motorcycle gang in the state's central west. See, you guys are getting it together now. You're using one and not the other. But maybe you're all probably screwed up somehow. Uh, about 10.50 a.m. on Tuesday, the 14th of January, 2020, police and emergency services responded to reports. Do you notice something? I just noticed something. You know, they say the 14th of January, 2020, and we say uh, January 14th. We're always backwards, the United States, man. Uh, we They use the metric system. We use the regular system. Uh, it's all messed up when people start talking about meters and kilometers. It's like, yeah, like I said right here. Uh, he was shot on a property, uh, let's see here, about 50 kilometers south of Wellington. Okay, I'm confused already, but I'll just keep reading. Uh, I, you know what? Hooked on phonics didn't work with me with the metric system. You know, I know a 10 millimeter, 11 millimeter, I'm good. Uh, officers attached to the Arena uh, Midwestern Police District attended and located... The body of a 60-year-old man inside the home, he had suffered a gunshot wound to the head. Uh, he was uh, formally identified as Bandito's OMCG Central West President Shane DeBritt. A crime scene was established. If you want to know more about that, uh, go back in our episodes. It talk, we talk about that all the time. So let's go to my final thought and let's give some recognition out there to the new members of the Throttle Club, guys. Hi, this is China Doll from Hollywood and China Doll Evening Show. Join us Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube for some fun times and very interesting entertainment. See you there, boys. Get your most unbiased and trusted biker news now at HarleyLiberty.com. Founded in 2012, Insane Throttle Biker News has been the place that all bikers come for what's happening in the scene. Go over now and bookmark HarleyLiberty.com. Rock on. Rock on, baby. Rock on. That's, uh, you got to go over there and put a pound rock on.
in the comment section. Now, I want to give some shout outs to our new Throttle Club members. Jamon Rooney, that's my boy. He's always around. Uh, Glenn Lagloff, Ray Meter, Iron Horse, Mr. WC 700, and City Blazin 1977. Again, we'd like to welcome you to the Throttle Club. Thanks for all the support you do for the show. Don't forget, download the Zoom app, guys, and then uh, do an invite. Go into uh, the members-only uh, chat within the community tab over on YouTube, and it will give you the information you need. Again, the last Friday of the month for the members-only, that's going to be the live stream. The third Friday of the month, the Zoom. And what we do on Zoom is get... Get to know everybody. Talk about the scene. Had a brain fart there. Talk about the scene, what you know, your thoughts are on the scene, how it can get better. What should we cover on uh, the Madhouse? You know, give me ideals. We all come into this together in the Throttle Club and try to do good for the scene, man. Uh, so that's why those Zoom calls are going to be fun. We're going to be able to have up to 100 members in that chat room which is going to be pretty cool man i seen them doing this on uh you know all the media channels and you just see you know especially when they were doing those polling groups and stuff you just see them all over the fucking place man it was pretty cool and uh you know everybody would be able to throw their ideals down again this is a perks club this is not a writing club this is not an mc this is a perks club for the channel for insane throttle biker news uh so don't forget that <laughs> but i did want to grab my cup here look at that man look at that choreographed sister made that that's badass and look up look 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 oh yeah look at that pot leaf baby oh yeah they know me good uh but uh she made this, and you can get your own too, I believe, made. It's custom. Uh, it's called Something Southern Something New. Uh, and it is on Facebook, Something Southern Something New. So go check that out. Uh, she's also on Etsy. Uh, Kylie's uh, custom... Uh, re re ah, I'm just going to put that in the description box. But, uh, yeah, go look her up. I really appreciate the birthday gift, uh, Corey Graff. That means a lot to me, and that's awesome. I'm always going to display it uh, right behind me. And drink some tea, man. That's my Uncle Cy teacup right there. Uh, let me put that away real quick. Anyway, yeah, you know what? I got the best freaking subscribers. I got the best followers. Uh, you know, everybody over on Spotify, uh, iTunes, all that stuff, you really mean a lot. I appreciate all the donations. You might have been hearing that a lot of channels are having trouble on YouTube right now because of the new terms of service agreement. That one's a wipeout. You know, I don't know what it is if the... They're trying to give the media, or the media is trying to buy uh, the platform. It used to be a platform uh, for debate, communication, free speech. It's just not like that anymore. Uh, we get flagged all the time, so we started the Throttle Club. It's kind of like the Mug Club. <laughs> uh, 
uh, what was his name, Crowder. Uh, but it's the Throttle Club, and again, you get special perks uh, the whole nine yards. So if you want to join, hit the join button anywhere on the YouTube. You'll see it in the video or on our channel. Just hit join, and then uh, go to the members only chat. It would tell you how to uh, invite or get uh, added on to the Zoom conversation. Now, my final thoughts. Oh, boy. <clears throat> okay. In the beginning, there was no. <laughs> Actually, in the monologue, man, when... And that was a good question. You know, there are good questions out there. Uh, and there's never a bad one, if you ask me. Because people sometimes just don't freaking know. So why be a dick and uh, not answer the questions? But as far as, you know, my probate time uh, with the Pistons, you know, it's uh, memories that you're going to keep for the rest of your life. Uh, I say, you know what, keep your head up, and uh, if you really want to do it, go for it. They're a great club. So is the Dominant. You're going to have a lot of freaking fun. Uh, just mind your P's and Q's, man. Don't be a dick, <laughs> you know? Uh, it's most of the times the ones that don't want to put in the work or just want to coast and act like dicks are the ones that get messed with. So, uh, but you know, just make sure you understand it's a lot of responsibility. Talk it over with the family because, you know, there'll be times when you're not around, man, there will be, and it could be hard on uh, the family, the mandatories and stuff like that. So just make sure that you talk that over. But I think you're going to have a hell of a time, man. Hell of a time. Uh, as far as the news, man, I couldn't believe it. A judge actually uh, sides with a club member. I couldn't freaking believe it, man. Yeah, they got him on electronic monitoring. Hopefully, he just stays in the house. Stays cool. Because if not, they'll jerk him. Just like they did that, what, Conan, uh, Cohan or whatever Trump saw. Rat. Uh, you know, they put him right back in jail, I think. Uh, so don't go against your electronic monitoring. Just chill at home, man. Don't worry about nothing. That way you're not sent back for another 10 years, man. And you die over there. Because God forbid, you know, and I, there has to be a reason they're not talking about the infections in the prison system. There really has to be. Uh, so don't put your health at risk. Just chill, man. That's all I have to say on that. Uh, you know, Canada, uh, over in Australia, New Zealand. Don't ever get New Zealand and Australia confused. They will get pissed at you. They will get pissed. Trust me. I know. They let me hear all the time. Uh, they're always acting a fool, man. Uh, you guys know I'm kidding, but you're always acting a fool, man. I have to, you know, say that. Uh, but anyway, uh, you know, then uh, Bismarck, of course, you know, that's all speculation. They have no proof of anything, but that's the way they roll. That's the way it is. Uh, so, you know, uh, we did miss Corey Graff's Wall of Shame. That'd be back on a new episode. Because uh, I'm trying to keep uh, everything uh, to a schedule here. Because I know a lot of people, you know, they drive to work. They only drive maybe 15, 20 minutes and they miss the rest of the show. So I'm trying to get it to a 30-minute show. But sometimes I just talk and talk and talk. Uh, but anyway, don't forget to visit the Hollywood and China Dow show, man. We have some good, interesting topics over there. We have a lot of fun, as you've seen on the Bring It to the Table uh segment that i had china Dow on we just bust guts man 
we just act ourselves have fun over there uh we do cover a lot of serious subjects we do like uh uh last night's segment uh, episode 44 we covered whatever happened to the nuclear family and you know i throw the argument up a lot of the problems that we're seeing in this country has to do with the breakup of the family unit uh, then we talk about, you know, we go from serious stuff to fun stuff to outrageous shit. So get over there and enjoy that, man. I think you really will. But with that, uh, hopefully after, you know, because I'm doing this the night of the election and it posts the very next morning uh, through the premiere where you can go over it in the chat room and all that stuff on YouTube. So hopefully we'll have a president uh, by tomorrow, but I doubt it. So with that, I'll talk to you guys later. You guys be good. Have a good time. Uh, get you some titties and uh, live the lifestyles. what I have to say, man. <laughs>